0: Hi, I'm a Black here at Kramer PR headquarters, 2312 headquarters in Logan Square, talking with all sorts of artists, industry, collaborators, all sorts of visual artists, everybody about VFS. And I'm here with the team from Them Flavors. Let's have you guys introduce yourselves. I'm Jermaine. I'm Tony. I'm Boyan. Boyan. So we have the team here doing a lot with VFS. Kind of like, why don't we have you guys all kind of specify what you're involved with in the festival and how you got kind of brought into this? We'll start over here.
1: Well, um, I guess we brought it with... It started in Pittsburgh about five years ago. Um, So, yeah, the festival started in Pittsburgh about five years ago, and I was uh, booking a lot of shows back then, and I booked some of the first artists they had at that festival, and it was Leaf and, like, Big Frida played. And I just really always, like, really liked their concept and what they were doing with, like, the interactive side, with the music and the visuals. So, you know, we started talking about bringing it here to Chicago this year. And, you know, them flavors really love the idea. And Level 3, and we just felt like there's a lot of amazing musicians here in Chicago that work really well with artists who are, like, coming from other cities or internationally. Yeah. And a lot of amazing visual artists to to collaborate with so yeah we just actually kind of pulled it together the first year in the last like three to four months and it's going to be awesome but we're also just really excited to start working on it for next year and every other year and we have like a lot of crazy ideas well you know i was talking with uh the level three guys just a couple minutes ago
0: you know a couple podcasts ago for people who are listening and they were you know we were talking about how it's interesting because this is not just another Festival. You know what I mean? It's not like we just had Riot Fest and here's a different version of that under a different name. And this is very much a different type of festival. It's going to be happening across the city, there's going to be a lot of visuals built into it. There's going to be a lot of different things happening, right?
2: Whoever? Yeah, I mean, it's different than a lot of festivals. It takes place at a lot of different venues and there's a lot more than just music. There's visual art. There's like we're having a clothing swap. We're like doing donations to charities, stuff like that, um it's just, like way different than most festivals. It's pretty dope
3: uh I think a lot of it came from us going to festivals and working festivals, and you take what uh you know you enjoy them, but there's a lot that you're kind of disappointed with, and it seems like sometimes it's geared just around a bunch of bright lights and kind of minimal stages, and there's not really an artistic side to it. And that's why when we saw or we had the opportunity to work with Via, uh, it seemed like something that you know we we'd already been talking about and wanting to do it ourselves, but this was a great opportunity where we could kind of already have like a base a base set up through the the years of the, that they have been working on it, and yeah we're always just kind of looking to bring more uh more art into it like different just not just music um you know, bring as many artistic forms as possible into a show and oftentimes just regular shows don't, don't have a budget for it but this is kind of centered around bringing in as much art as possible so you know from this this is just like a jumping point into other shows um you know having more of a visual aspect in it you know was it kind of a hard sell to get them to bring to chicago or were they
0: like oh my god chicago has such amazing music, culture, tech, you know, everything going on, the, the audiences here, was it kind of an easy or hard conversation to bring over?
1: It was kind of perfect timing almost, because as soon as we mentioned it to them, they were like, yes, we've been actually thinking about trying for other cities and, you know, going out with this concept. And they've already, like, had quite a few uh, Chicago musicians and visual artists come to Pittsburgh, so there's already been this, like, connection with you know, like a sister city almost. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. It was and this very is, easy. There's a lot of Chicago
0: talent. I mean, just tonight we talked to Star Fox. We talked to Different Sleep. We talked to Jimmy Whispers. I know there's going to be a lot of folks, you know, from Chicago involved on kind of all sides. You know, how, do, do you guys have any
1: hand in kind of like bringing in the talent or, you know, recommending some names for that or? I mean, I did most of the booking along with Ricky here. Wow. And, you know, we worked with the, the Pittsburgh people to try to have some artists that go together. But, Really, it was kind of like we do our own vibe; they do it their way, and we're different stages of the festival, so you know we needed to do like what made sense for like where we're at, and you know set it up for future growth. But yeah, I mean, we picked out everybody, and we're all big fans of all the artists that are performing. And you know,
0: a lot of the information I think is shrouded in secrecy. A lot of the artists I talk to, I'm like, so you know, where's your show happening? Like, can't tell you. I'm like, okay, well, what night is it? They're like, can't tell you. I'm like, okay, well, how can people get some information about it? They're like, can't tell you. I'm like, this is not exactly how we promote events, maybe? So kind of like what's a good way for people to be able to get some event information, even if we can't necessarily put all of it on the podcast?
1: Um, I mean, honestly, most of the information is there except the location, which sure. is going to be announced like, probably the day of or maybe the night before, depending on like, what we decide um, But yeah, honestly, go to via2014.com, see the full lineup, see all the different shows, different nights, buy tickets, see who's playing. The set times aren't up yet, but we're going to get to that soon. Um, And then yeah, also on Facebook, we have events, you know, for everything. So So if you dig, it's kind of like almost everything's there and then you can fill in the blanks as you get closer. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's a website. Just go to the website.
3: Yeah. Just Google it.
0: They made it really sound like it's like this thing where it's like, I'm going to do a festival. We can't tell you anything. It might not be in North America. It might be in North America. No one's saying for sure. So, yeah, I think the website sounds like a good place for people to be able to get some more concrete info for sure. Now, you know, let's talk about them flavors, you know, because, again, you guys have been doing things in the city for kind of, when did them flavors kind of launch in Chicago? It started we have Ricky joining us
4: here. Uh, about a year and a half ago when we first did a warehouse party at, Uh, Star Fox's original headquarters for field trip and the idea kind of came from that with just seeing how how successful that night went and yeah we just started doing a lot of events kind of like more or less at like really obscure venues and not to say that the one that we started out with which is Elbow Room isn't obscure, but they don't normally do or cater to a lot of electronic acts. So that was our basis. Uh, the idea behind them, Flavors, is really a culmination of all of us who are friends and our different music tastes coming together <clears throat> and highlighting what we're really into that really isn't ever presented in Chicago. And it's you know it's very much like not just events, it's a blog, there's kind of
0: a lot of activity happening online behind it as well, right? (laughs) Everybody's like, you, you, you. Yeah,
3: sorry. Uh, I mean, the elbow room, we were doing in the basement and it was all local artists for the most part, except for headliners that we were bringing in. But there's also painters that we'd, um, every show would have a painter and they'd put their art in front of uh, basically the DJ booth. So that was kind of the first, like the start of having the music and the art together. And then we also had kind of just a a killer party at primary with Kill Frenzy. And then that's when we started with the weekly event, which is huge undertaking. And that really, you know, helped us learn a lot of skills. And from there, kind of establishing this reputation, that's where we are trying to do kind of bigger things, kind of ideas that we've been talking about for a while, like the festival. We're trying to, you know, push a booking agency from Ricky and Boyan booking with Rogue Agency, you know, management. Um, I'm trying to push the music label aspect of it. And um, yes, it, I mean, it's a lot of, it's always, it, it starts with, you know, we all go out a lot. We know what our tastes are, but we're never satisfied. We weren't satisfied in Chicago. So that's why we we were talking about moving, where we moved to New, New York, Berlin, LA, whatever. But then we just brought it here ourselves. And we're just continuing, continuing to expand upon that. And you know, you kind of you build it and you bring it as you want it. And the same thing goes for a music label. now it's like becoming you know curating the own music that you really want to hear, and the rest of the crew hopefully wants to hear as well. And then from there it goes to the rest of the world, which, you know, the internet age, which is pretty cool. You know, now what made Chicago the right city to stay in? Because like you said, you know, you guys were
0: considering you know, bring your ideas, your operation into like, you know, maybe in New York or maybe at Berlin. And there's nothing wrong with people moving. You know, a lot of Chicago talent, I mean, that's kind of a, a big thing at this point in Chicago right now is a lot of talent. Like, you know, they kind of get their feet wet here and then they hit, you know, whatever ceiling may or may not exist and then they move to Brooklyn or L.A. or whatever. So why did you guys decide to stick it out in Chicago and foster a scene here versus going to, you know, Williamsburg or someplace?
4: I mean, it's the fact that Um, going off of what Tony was saying is that we've observed all these things that are lacking in Chicago and going off even your point with saying that a lot of artists kind of get their feet wet here and then they just go ahead and go to LA or New York when really, in reality, Chicago does offer a lot and it's a very interesting and unique music scene and with what we're trying to do is just to continue to build and progress that scene. So it really makes no sense to leave and go to another city and try to work off of that one when there's so much work to be done here and build this scene where artists don't necessarily have to leave and go to another city and another scene to go to the next step. And I think that's why we've built them flavors to be in a culmination of different entities or different departments so that we can offer artists more opportunities than just shows. like Offer them bookings for their shows or just in general their their tours or uh, manage them and help them with their PR. Just different, numerous things to allow artists to know that this is a scene that, that can be continually growing. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, I think that that's one of the things that Chicago has, it has the talent. I don't think that anybody could argue that and then I think what gets people where they do start moving is that like we have the talent everybody here is making incredible music and then yeah they kind of hit this wall where they're just like well I can't get the booking I can't get the exposure I feel like I need obviously I have to move so I think stepping up and being able to help solve that problem kind of does fill a a void or you know a need that people have in the city
4: definitely and and even so just the nature of the business in Chicago is become so money driven and it's not like the value, the artist's integrity has just been completely shattered and it's almost been focused on really what sells so much more than really what is offered by the talent of the artist. So I think we're trying to go back and fix those problems that certain people have messed up for the rest of us.
3: Yeah, I mean I think, uh, I mean from doing this you know, they're, uh, you know from being getting more deeper in the music scene and um, working with so many more people, it kind of taught myself and I think all of us is like, there's just like so many different scenes here. And sometimes, you know, there's not enough time to explore all of them, but it's pretty awesome to, to delve into, you know, current, current party scenes and current music scenes going on, like maybe a younger age group. But then there's all the history. Like, now it's like, jumping back a few decades and like digging into these older scenes which you know has made Chicago famous and I think that's where I realized um the more we've done this is like there's just like a giant pot of music here that's like there's so many heads out there that are just incredible producers and DJs and they're not even getting booked anymore like no one you know they're all known worldwide but yet no one's really kind of you know, stepping up in Chicago to work with them. Um, so like, to me, it's kind of bridging um, a niche music that we brought in that was our taste buds, and then kind of bringing a lot of like the old heads back into it, and kind of just like merging different scenes instead of like sticking to these cliques. You know, it's trying to find who is open and kind of meshing everyone together. And uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. You think that's why, if you think about like. People like vanilla and
4: people also like chocolate. Right. You know, those type of cakes. But you mix them together, you get marble cake, you get this unique flavor that's completely different than just having one or the other. Which if you're laughing, it's true though. I mean that's why we experiment with doing like I don't know, just different types of genres in our shows, because it's it keeps the the audience wondering what's next. And it allows for the night to be completely dynamic, which is very integral to a show. You know, so talking about the talent in
0: Chicago, whether it's, you know, some of the established acts that kind of have a legendary history in this city and, and maybe aren't getting the recognition that they deserve, or some of the newer talents, because there's always emerging talent. You know, I've been covering music in the city for 16 years now, and it's like you can devote every waking hour to it, and then suddenly, like, you'll see somebody come up, and you're like, I didn't even notice that person come up, and you're like... Someone's like, oh, yeah, 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 they're signed to this label, they did Five Nights at the Empty Bottle, and you're like, God, man, like, you just, you know, there's always people coming up that you can't even keep up with all of it. So, you know, who do you guys, you know, as them flavors see as coming up next or in need of recognition that maybe already came up, but people, you know, aren't giving them their due kind of respect? Who's next in Chicago?
1: Uh, you're putting on so
3: many yeah personally right now I've been feeling um, well I mean you were already just talking different sleep doing amazing things yeah Yeah, he's crushing it Uh, Jeremiah of the drum Mm -hmm. has been impressing me by the stuff that he's producing right now that he hasn't put out yet I'm getting Um, a ton of attention with it So every week I feel like I'm seeing his
0: name in like a fader or complex article things like that which is awesome
3: yeah, he. Uh, yeah, it's cool to see artists like that where they just uh, they're just impressive producers that kind of you don't really get let down by them and they'll continue to kind of keep uh, you know they won't just fade away or just kind of stick to one thing. They're, they're music heads to the extreme. I'm trying to think of another one. You know, I just dug up uh, Barback at Primary Reese Urban, who's been putting out records for decades, and tell me how he used to uh, make. Uh, like mixtapes on and send them to Japan back for the internet era and used to make money on that playing with Gantman and just checking out his tracks and they're killer
4: yeah i think
3: definitely um twin peaks for yeah. sure doing awesome
4: work absolutely yeah and just seeing them every time they just get better and better and their energy is so they're so reflective of of the kind of house party live music scene, which I used to love going to those type of shows. That was what was
0: great about Field Trip. We were just, you know, yeah. talking with David Star Fox about that kind of thing, and I would love going to see shows there because it's a dying art. I think the house show is a dying art in Chicago. Oh, and, it, you know, there's a billion great amazing venues where you can see, like, a legit night of music. But there's something about, like, being in someone's living room, and you're like, this could get busted any
4: minute. Yeah, totally. I mean, you can see all these really cool artists, especially, like, Field Trip artists, someone like Twin Peaks <clears throat> play at a place like concord or sure. an empty bottle whatever it may be but it just doesn't have that same feel or energy that you can get from like a no rules kind of spot right. like that's why the, the house shaking and house shaking yeah. and just everybody the energy is so completely different there's no security guards telling you you can't do this or that but but yeah going back to twin peaks they're they're killing it as well as this Trap duo, as much as I want to say. I mean, I love Trap as well, but Regulators, they're my boys. They're crushing it. They're making some big moves as well in the Chicago scene. And, yeah, I mean, you know, they're,
2: they're Trap, and they're killing it. I love them. They're, they're dope. Yeah, I'm really feeling David Ashley from uh, Jody. Um, Jody's. I mean, all those dudes are
0: doing yeah, amazing yeah. work right I'm sure now. I'm
2: feeling it. Uh, his new album is, like, really dope. Like, probably one of the best rappers that I've heard in a long time. It's, like, really really good at actually rapping and also like you can like hear like the pain and everything behind his lyrics he's pretty dope um yeah yeah
4: actually going back i want to go back and you know twin peaks and regulars are dope but i completely forgot because he brought up like hip-hop world this dude from the west side his name is saba he's saba, saba. Yeah, yeah we had saba
0: on a dynasty podcast at south by southwest earlier this year and we are playing Endless Email Tag to get him back on in support of the new mixtape now that it's out. Oh, so I can, I Saba's doing... Bad, oh, yeah, yeah it, he's, it's one of these things that's going to happen. It just keeps being like, yeah, yeah, let's check back in a week because I got Riot Fest. Like, okay, and then I check back, and like, you know, two, three weeks later, it's like, hey, we were in New York. And I'm like, okay, so we, we keep going back and forth, but he's going to come on real, real soon. Well, I guess
4: I'm doing a good yeah. job of the shows then, but... Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. he, his just lyrical content is just amazing because it's it's really taking almost this hard tone that a lot of maybe like drill rappers are known for but his lyrical content is so against what those people are talking about it's so awesome to see that, that clash come together because it works but that's not even most of his tracks some of his tracks are very smooth and mellow and they really have just a great purpose and connection that I don't see normally a lot of hip hop artists like well, I don't want to name any names, but yeah, like, there's a, of, there's a lot of hip-hop artists in Chicago that just really are in the scene just to be in the scene because they're cool and whatnot, but Saba is not like that at
3: all. Oh, I have one more. Uh, Rick failed to mention, you know, the one that he talks about. Uh, it feels like almost every oh, day. Oh, yeah, Bonzi. Yeah, yeah, Bonzi. Bonzi, Bonzi yes, yeah. man, Bonzi, Bonzi,
0: Bonzi. Okay, so we had, you know, this is becoming a thing of, like, I don't know how our, our paths haven't crossed. Bonzi, we had Bonzi on Dynasty Podcasts at South by Southwest. Um, because we recommended her for the Chicago Maid Showcase down there in Austin with the, with the DK's office. Yeah. And what Nina is doing in Bonzi, that song, um, oh, what is it called, Data? Um, I'm
3: blanking. Yeah. I'm sure was, she's playing via, via Sunday. Sunday. She uh, is, uh, she's playing okay. Via Sunday. Uh, we're doing a clothing swap. Um, Is that with Young Girl Party? Yeah, Yeah. with a Young Girl Party, and it's in the afternoon. Um, Yeah, what Bonzi is doing, I'm I'm
0: completely like, I love what she's doing, man. Her stuff sounds so good. I mean, everything you guys are naming, these are all people we've had on Dynasty Podcast, people I'm a big fan of as well. So, uh, like, it's, again, amazing we haven't crossed paths more, because I've seen the name so much, and we are clearly... All backing, so many of the same artists and the same mission in Chicago. What else is coming up on deck for them? Flavors in 2014, going into 2015.
2: We have a lot, oh, yeah. Um, well, we have VFS and we got DJ EZ. We have Kingdom who coming is, up. Who is? Most people don't know who oh, DJ EZ is. Okay, DJ EZ, the best garage DJ of all time. Yeah, he's sick. But he it's not
4: garage; is a UK <clears> garage, <throat> which is a form of a genre of music. So not he's not playing a garage or anything, but. He's playing Garage. Garage, Garage. exactly, yeah. Yeah, Garage,
2: cool. Um, So we got Kingdom, what else do we have? Um, But
4: just in general, yeah, we're doing a lot of events at Primary, finishing off the year with, uh, at Far Then Flavor Thursdays with DJ EZ, Lil Silva, Dapi from Selection, Kingdom from Fade to Mind. Um, Just a lot, as well as we're doing some co-promotions with React. Uh, One of them is Rusty. Oh, no, that's not with Rusty. No, we're doing um Stu and, and, and Snake Hips. Stu and Snake Hips with uh, React, and then with Primary, we're doing Rusty. But then next year, the, the the plan for next year is really to expand and do bigger cap rooms and kind of allow for what Tony was mentioning with experimenting with different types of lineups that aren't just consolidated and streamlined to one type of, of, of sound. So are awesome, right. really experimenting some with different genres put together so yeah definitely going to be experimenting just really all about experimenting and trying new things and especially with via chicago that's going to be not just the festival or just a festival in october but it's also going to be somewhat of a brand that we're going to utilize for more of our forward-thinking shows throughout the near, near throughout the year next year Awesome, man. Well, I dig it. Uh,
0: you know, we should definitely find some kind of avenue for collaboration because, again, like so many of the artists that I think everybody in this room is supporting and is, is a fan of and wants to see succeed, there's a lot of crossover between what we're doing with Dynasty Podcast with what Them Flavors is doing, you know, with a lot of the venue work as well. So keep up the good work, you know, with VFS and everything else. And thank you guys so much for taking some time to talk here late on a Tuesday night at the Do 312, 312 headquarters. It has been a long day, so thank you, gentlemen.
3: Thanks, cool. Thanks man.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it, brother.
3: Go Bonzi.